America's public enemy number one Here we go. in the United States is drug abuse. We're throwing back to the old intro for a minute. Going back. We have increased seizures of illegal drugs. It's like a steamy load. Dirty wars erupted, sanctioned by the Philippines' new president. His orders for his people and his police. Kill them. Yo, welcome to the Daily Attic Podcast. You haven't heard that intro in a long time, but that's uh, very true. Roberto Diderte over in the Philippines, he likes to kill people that do drugs. So how do you feel about that shit? Just bring it in, drop the load just like that. Damn, hot steamy one. Right in your mouth. Damn. <laughs> we don't give a shit. No, we just want to say what's up to our boy Steve-O in Ireland. He was uh, you know, gracious enough to call in the last episode and enlighten us a little bit on the War on Drugs in Ireland, man. We're worldwide now. Think about that. We got Matt Fraser over at Drug Truth Australia, always kicking the real truth. And I'm starting to really believe in his theory that this is a very contrite, very purposeful drug war. Because if you think about it, some of the moves they make don't make any sense. Like it's just to throw people in prison and control everybody. I'm really starting to get on that bandwagon, man. I'll be like the drug war conspiracy theorist here. I'll be like, welcome to the show. Damn, Tim Jones. <laughs> welcome to the Daily Act, everybody. Damn frogs went gay. Don't you know they want to kill us all? But um, seriously. Buy my supplements. Yes. And my life-saving food kits. Um, seriously, everybody. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to us for the first time or on whatever medium, please, if you're on, if you're on iTunes, if you're on Spotify, if you're on Stitcher, if you're on uh, any of them, YouTube, whatever you're listening to our show, please take the time to subscribe, go down, give us a like, throw a comment out there. If you like the show, if you don't like the show, we like to hear it all. We just, you know, like the involvement there. So do us that favor. And we'd also like to thank our sponsor, 989 Seeds. It is the only to this point um seed company in michigan that allows seed geneticists and seed growers and breeders in michigan to sell their seeds online so make sure you go there and check them out if you're looking for them for souvenir purposes only of course and if you're a state where cannabis is legal then i'm sorry man just move to another state i don't know what the fuck to tell you because you need to be where cannabis is at not that you need to use it. You just need to be where it's at because that's where all the cool people hang out. But either way, if you go to 989seeds.com and enter the DAP into the promo code, you get 20% off. So, bam. bam. Drop it like that. Damn. I know, man. It's a lot of information. That's hot. It is. I want to give a couple shout-outs, man. I give a shout-out to my boy Mike Biggs on the West Coast. Uh, give a shout-out. That was loud. I know. It's always loud. It is. Uh, we already talked about Matt Frazier. We already got Justin Neal out there. I want to apologize to Justin Neal for not getting on the show last week. Uh, had some things come up, and we'll get him back on the show. But make sure you check out MarijuanaDeliveryServices.com. Check out uh, his site and what he's got going on there. And what's new, man? What's new in the world of drug war news? <laughs> Same old shit, man. We got some new. We got any new drugs hitting the market that we should know about? 
I don't think so. Well, we're going to cover one. Uh, not this show. No, not this show, but we're going to cover one called Gray Death. Now I'd have to think to myself, if somebody said, hey, man, try this Gray Death, I'm going to be like thinking real hard about that. What does it do? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've been reading a lot about DMT, though. That's some crazy shit, man. You know, we got to have Brendan back on because he knows all about that shit. I know he's super busy though. I'm ignorant with all that shit though. I'm ignorant with DMT. Dude, people like so. they leave Earth, man, mm-hmm. when they take that shit, and they live they live lives outside of the normal Earth realm. Yeah, and they meet Jesus, and dude, it's crazy shit, man. I'm curious. I I'd probably do some if I had some. I would say if you do it, you want to smoke it because it doesn't last as long. It's like fifteen twenty minutes. But in your experience, it could be years, right? right? You yeah, come I mean, back you could like, have a family of grown kids already. You come back and you'd be like, man, I want to go back. I like my DMT family a little better. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all colorful and shit. I know. I know. I know. I know, right? But, uh, yeah, the in the psychedelic world... Um, there's a lot going on there. Everybody's trying to get this uh, the psilocybin legalized. Not everybody. Everybody in the whole world. You know, there's very focused groups of people in the United States right now who are saying psilocybin and even um, Molly or uh, what's the other one? What's the other word for Molly? It's uh, MDMA. Mm-hmm. They... Uh, they're using that to stave off depression and help with uh, post-traumatic stress. And I think if you tripped all day, you'd never be depressed. How could you? You couldn't be. Right. You'd just be all day to be happy and everything be perfect. I would rather take... Uh, I took acid for like 60 days straight, basically. And you're happy every day. Yeah, but I think it fucked me up, though, man. Well... We're I mean, a pretty fucked up person. Well, I don't think so. But so, but you got you got to understand. I mean, I'm doing here. I'm doing a podcast with no pants on. That's pretty fucked up. There's no rules though. That's true. There's no rules down here, and that's why people get all uptight because they can't handle people being totally free. You got to follow the rules. Put your pants back on. I know you're so <laughs> gross. You know those people. You know those people. I do know those people. Ah, man, let me tell you something that kind of upset me. I was at a volleyball tournament yesterday. My teenager's volleyball player. It's a very intense game going on. It's been a long day. It's been a long day, and we're sitting in the bleachers, and they're playing this team. It's competitive. It's going on. It's going on. It's close. Two or three score game. And somebody must have made an error on the scoreboard, or maybe they couldn't see the scoreboard. I don't know. But these parents, they're like, the scoreboard's wrong. And like, they didn't think anybody heard them. So they yelled it again, even louder. The scoreboard's wrong. And they don't think anybody heard them again. So they said it even louder. And then like more people joined in. It was like four parents all, the scoreboard's wrong. And I think. Every other parent in that gym wanted to just take get, some DMT, probably. That too, but I think they wanted to, like, you know, 
Joe Pesci, them motherfuckers or something, dude. They were Damn. so pissed off. I had to send Steve-O over there. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. He'll deal with them. Put a hot steamy. Put a hot steamy on them. That's what <laughs> I thought about it, too. I was like, you're sitting over here. This is a this is a middle school volleyball game, man. There ain't no reason to get excited like that, like all oh, pissed off and oh, yelling dude, at people. That's how it's always been, though. It's never going to change. All the parents, if you if you're going to your kids, uh, you know, sports, just go high, man. That's true. Don't go drunk because that's annoying. Because all you're gonna do is just you're gonna Talk be louder shit. than you think you are, and you're gonna repeat the same stories over and over again. Just go on acid. Oh, geez. What? That would be nuts. It'd be awesome. I don't know. Your kid might be concerned. I don't know, man. They might Probably be walking know. down the field and courts just talking to yourself well if it's like a soccer field or baseball game and they're out there picking flowers you probably won't get mad at them if you're high on ass you'd be like no you probably go out there and be like oh let me Uh, see let's make something out of these dandelions (laughs) bouquet for granny but other than that real world stuff shit's going on winter's coming to an end i'm feeling good about that i'm hoping that this depressing season goes by and we can get back outside and uh, soon, barbecue soon. and do our thing and hang out and go kayaking. That's a good sport to get high and do. There's certain sports. I guess you can get high and do any sport because I know professional golfers, basketball, and the guys in the NBA, guys in fucking NFL, they're not going to test in the NFL no more. Right? Did you see that? Yep. They're not going to test in the – God bless them. It's going to slow that game down. Just a little bit. That'd be good. And you know what? I think the guys will be a little nicer. I think the guys, if they let them all smoke weed, they won't be like, I'm going to rip your head off and shit down your throat, kill your mother, and run you over. They'll be like... What do you think the percentage of the NFL players that are actually going to smoke? Probably like 20%. I think it's high. I think it's going to get higher if they're allowed to do it because they're probably... Because 90% of all current and former NFL players take opioids. So I think that they're going to experiment to try to see if they can replace some of that maybe. Or some type of opioid. I'm not saying opioids are bad because they definitely help with pain, but at the same time, maybe maybe there's a little bit healthier alternative to that. I just feel bad for David Irving. You remember we covered that, the Dallas Cowboy he had to retire because they kept suspending him because he was getting high. And now a year later, they're like, everybody can get high. So he's got to be sitting there like, what the fuck? They should let him, they should let him come back if For, he wants. Yeah, just to sit on the bench and get paid. He was, dude, he was like a top five defensive end. Well, I know, but they shouldn't have to make him play. They fucked him over. Right. So you're saying he should get compensated. Oh, for, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. But let's go on to bigger and better things. Speaking of marijuana, our number one favorite uh, pastime here at the DAP, for myself anyway. We're going to go to leafly.com, and we're covering this story. I love this site, man. They have a lot of good shit on here. Leafly, yeah. Leafly has some good stuff. Um, I think they follow us, too, on Twitter. I think they do. I think they get some stories from us, too. They probably do, thieves. I know. It's okay, though. We're not like, we're not going to pull that old copyright thing on you or nothing. We'll be all right. Not this year. We want to short. We want to share. We're kind. No, because we'd get sued too, so. 
unprotected LLC, man. I had to sue the hand. <laughs> That's stupid as fuck. <laughs> Talk to the hand. hand. Yeah. Like, uh, hi, this is Ken Ho representing Leafly. Um, we just have a subpoena for you. And, and sue the hand, bro. Sue the hand. <laughs> See this hand? Sue the hand. See this hand. But L.A. Ken Ho, is that the attorney that, is that Dr. Dre's attorney? That's Dr. Dre. I don't Damn. know why that came up, dude. That's <laughs> if you guys, if, if, all the longtime listeners know, but me and Dave, we had to pay retribution to Dr. Dre's attorney because we sold counterfeit uh, speakers. Beats. Speakers, yeah. We're going to say Beats. Beats. And we're very sorry for that. Okay. We're very sorry. But for like a day, we were fucking balling. We were balling for a day, but it didn't work out in the yeah, end. Yeah, PayPal said, and fuck we you. Learned, we learned a good <laughs> lesson there is that you don't, you know, you got to be, you got to have ethics. Well, see, that's the thing, man. My eBay, everybody loved my shit. Right. Because I didn't put beats on there. I just put Bluetooth speaker so I couldn't oh. get in trouble. You went all out beats, oh, undercutting everybody shit, at Christmas <laughs> time. No wonder they fucking came after us. I know. Hundred dollars less than a beat. I mean, even Dr. Dre was like, "Damn, where they getting them? <laughs> so, where they getting them so cheap?" Give me a couple. I had them locked down in Shanghai. Damn. But either way, Los Angeles. Speaking of Dre, Los Angeles County, according to Leafly.com, expunged sixty-six thousand marijuana convictions in one day. Damn. And that's awesome. The District Attorney Jackie Lacey announced Thursday. She filed the motion to expunge 66,000 uh, marijuana convictions dating back to 1961, including 62,000 felony uh, convictions and convictions, <laughs> and 4,000 misdemeanors. A superior court judge signed the order Tuesday. What? You know what? It's about, first of all, why did it take you a, de a decade after... A decade after you've been legal. I mean, why'd it take so fucking long? You've been you've been buying weed in LA for fucking you're the first state to go legal in everything in, in medical back in the nineties, didn't they? Ninety eight or something they went legal. I don't know. I wish Justin was on, he could answer all this shit, but I'm glad it's there. I'm not trying to fucking shit on this, but listen, why did it take so fucking long? Recreational is legal in Michigan immediately should have been expunged everybody in this state why does it take so fucking long it's the it's the fucking stroke of a pen it's a stroke of a fucking pen they should all all of them should have had an llc yeah then they can expunge give them this bitch <laughs> sue the hand motherfucker sue put the, the hand. hand in jail bitch i'm gonna sell that to uh you know one of those uh 1-800 lawyers when they come on call lee free or sue the hand. Doesn't matter. That would just confuse the shit out of people. It would. <laughs> but that's good because then they're interested. What does that right. mean? I don't Let's know. And see. It'll be all over IG, all over Twitter. Um, so this is a uh, voter-approved, legally mandated, computer-assisted uh, justice here. I think they, uh, the police made 2.3 million marijuana arrests during the decades of cannabis prohibition in California. Man, think about that. So these cops for the since the sixties have made two point three million cannabis arrests. So that's gonna be the cop you gotta pay that's gonna ruin somebody's life that they can't get a job in the future. They sat in jail because they had a herb, because they had this, you know, plant in their possession. 
And really, for what, man? This is the kind of thing that makes me think that Matt Frazier is right. It's a lot of jobs, man. Somebody on the top is looking down saying, how are we going to control all these fuckers? When they smoke this shit, they're all like creative and nice to each other. We got to make it worse. What can we do? I got a crazy question for you. Looking down this article, it says cage-free cannabis. Yeah, I don't know where. I don't know what's cage-free cannabis. Like free roaming cannabis, or yeah, it's like you know, all grows wherever the hell it wants. Organic, organic, back to nature. Where do you see that at? That's down where it says related. It says, "What are you smoking?" Talking expungement with cage-free cannabis. What are you smoking? Oh, yeah, I see that. Episode 60. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. I heard of, like, cage-free chickens. Right. I don't know, man. They're really starting to worship this plant. That's all I can tell you. But L.A. County <coughs> cannabis prohibition took a notorious toll on minority communities uh, located there. While cannabis use rates are roughly similar across racial and ethnic groups, so this is what they're trying to say is everybody uses cannabis equally. White people, black people, whatever. It doesn't matter. 10% of the population in the United States smokes herb. It can be all racist. doesn't fucking matter. But disproportionately, blacks, Latinos go to jail considerably more than white people do. So what they're saying is while cannabis use rates were roughly similar across racial and ethnic groups, drug enforcement focused on high drug crime minority neighborhoods resulting in arrest disparities. L.A. County is 44% Latino, 48% white, and 11% black. But the motion that took or expunged these records affected 32% black, 45% Latino and 20% white. So that goes to show you that the police in these poor neighborhoods were focusing on uh, economically challenged, you know, neighborhoods. They weren't, they weren't in Beverly Hills arresting Michael Jackson for using fentanyl every night or whatever the fuck the Michael Jackson juice he was pumping to sleep. Jackson juice, Jackson (laughs) juice, whatever it was, some concoction. Um, but it's just weird now. So now, uh, newer states like Illinois have baked in expungement and resentencing. That's a good choice of words. Baked it baked in. in, baked it right into the law. While future legalization states like New York may do the same, and that's one of the things they should talk about when they talk about legalization. They should say, not only are we going to legalize, how are we going to do this? In the state of Michigan, I know Jewel Jones Jr congressman out of inkster is trying to do that right now and why should you have to do that it just makes fucking sense why should, should be you automatic have to do that why should you even have to? that's what our system it just doesn't make any sense our system is is flawed man everybody knows that nobody's gonna agree that it's good oh and you're never gonna have a perfect system no but you're never i mean this system's stupid it's fucking dumb the way it works you know, we're told what to do by all these people that never fucking have done it before. Does that make sense? Sue the hand. 
Sue the that hand. makes more sense. Dude, that's going to be our new logo, just a hand to the face. Damn. Let's get on to the second story of our episode. And that's about, first of all, it's from NBC New York. Legit top three cities in the United States. When they report shit, it's true. Get it? Narcotics agent sentenced for role in smuggling cocaine from Puerto Rico to New York. A federal narcotics agent was arrested Wednesday for and for to four years. Wait, he was arrested or sentenced? Oh, he was sentenced Wednesday to four years in prison for his role in a decade-long drug conspiracy that involved the smuggling of thousands of kilos of cocaine from Puerto Rico to New York. Fernando Gomez, he was a DEA agent. That's a black eye for them. In 2011, he was assisting drug trafficking ring known for slaughtering its rivals. Damn. Gomez pleaded guilty last year to selling firearms to high-volume cocaine traffic traffickers while working as a police officer outside Chicago. He also helped La Organización de Narcotraficalizones Uno Doiso. Damn. I made up that whole second half. I know. It didn't even sound legit. Uh, avoid detection from law enforcement, picking up money for the drug ring, and improperly access DEA records about a co-operator he believed had information about a co-conspirator. So this is like the shit they make movies and shows out of, if you think about it. Right. This guy was like working for the cartel. He was a DEA agent at the same time. He's probably like taking these. They're probably like. Damn, Fernando, where you been for the last two weeks? Oh, I was on vacation. Where'd you go? I went to Guadalajara, Venice, Italy, Poland, Rome, Czech. Really? Who all went? Oh, my whole family. My grandpa, my grandma, my nieces, my nephews. Yeah, we chartered, we chartered a private plane. No kidding. Really? Where'd you get all the money for that vacation, dog? Uh, I don't, well, my mom paid for it mostly. I just, my mom paid. yeah, she's rich. She inherited money from me. We got, we got wealth. We got family wealth. But how do you get away with? I mean, now once you flip that coin, so once you say, "All right, I'm going to be a bad guy," just for a minute, you say, "All right, I'm going to take ten thousand out of that stack," and I, you know nobody will know about it. But then once the cartel knows you're dirty, they're like, "All right, now." We're going to, if you don't, if you don't help us get this guy out of jail, you don't help this shipment go through, we're going to like kill your wife or something. Then you're fucked. Now, now you have to do it. Now they got you for free. So you might as well be dirty and get the money because they're going to get you anyway. And plus, you know, all the fucking rules, man. You can get, you know, you can. Yeah. You know, all the laws you're on the inside. Yeah. You know what's going down man. before it goes down. Fuck yeah. You're like, watch out. I say <laughs> they're on the birds. They're watching you. It's crazy. It's fucking absolutely nuts. That's why the drug war will never work. And, and this is a point that we bring up, and I think everybody can agree. When the value of something is so high because it's so scarce because you're making it illegal and the risk for having it is so great that you'd have to go to prison for 25 fucking years, the price of it's going to be super inflated. It's going to be totally worth it. There's enough money to pay off cops. There's enough money to pay off everybody because it's all untaxed, unregulated, black market money. 
mm-hmm. and you push it and shove it wherever you want. That's not weird. Damn. But you do. And then you can pay people like Fernando. You know, you can pay him easily. He's probably making 70, 80 a year, maybe. You throw 70, 80 at him like one shot. I mean, it's kind of human nature. It's kind of fucking with humans. It is because it's like, all right, I can set you up for a while and, you know, you'll be able to get braces for your daughter and you'll be able to get that Beamer you want to drive or whatever you're trying to, you know, in your mind, what's making your life happy and perfect. Or maybe uh, they can find a weakness in an officer like the cartel's not stupid, man. They're a highly organized machine. And if they see a weakness, you know, this guy, you know, he uh, maybe his ex is a addict. And you're digging deep. <laughs> I am. I am. I am. I am. I am. That's only because I watch it on that show Power. So I believe that shit sometimes. Like, I think they get that shit from real stories because sometimes real life is better than fiction. Right. You know? And And without the drug war and without all these illegal things, shows like Power couldn't even happen true because it's all based on a new york drug dealer and i did find out something very interesting though uh because i've been dealing with a company in israel about over marijuana testing and stuff because israel is so far ahead of the game on everything on everything they're like yeah cannabis they've been testing it they got some of the best research for cannabis. They get, they're coming out with the best products for cannabis because they've been testing it for years. But these motherfuckers, listen to what these motherfuckers did. If you live in Israel, you pay $100 a month, and there's only eight cannabis companies allowed to grow in Israel, and they supply you with all the medicine you want. Damn. End of story. As much as you want? As much as you need. Damn. Like, man, I can't sleep. I need another ounce. There you go. <laughs> Give me an ounce a night. I know. Ship that shit somewhere. I've been fishing all day, man. I ran out of my supply. I need more. Come back tomorrow. It's all good. Damn. And then I think people won't be so stingy either with it because some people are like real stingy. They want to like, oh, this is top shelf, bro. Oh, no, man. I got I I'm gonna smoke this later. I'll smoke this with you, but not this. Like whatever, man. It's only a hundred bucks a month. We can get more. What difference does it make? Just smoke it up. Do you think they use a lot more because of that? You think they just like throw away blunt roaches and shit? Oh like, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I don't even know what an Israeli <laughs> accent really. I know what it sounds like, but I can't do one. Have you ever tried? No, I never tried, but. I definitely listened to my friend Ophir talk, but I couldn't get it down. It's almost Italian and kind of Arabic mixed. It's weird. I would say give it a try. Uh, We got listeners in Israel too, man. I want to piss them off. I don't know if it would. Maybe it wouldn't. They can't be pissed off. If they're all smoking fucking all the weed they want for a hundred bucks, they're, they're in happy mood. I'd definitely be like talking about Like, if I was Trump right now, I'd be like, I want to export all Hostess products to Israel. (laughs) Goldfish, crackers, all the Israel now. 
telling you, man. Talk about trade balance. That's the best trade balance ever. Good point. Oh, yeah. Tell them to send over some of their cannabis results so our government's not so stupid about it. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. I went there. I fucking went there. Damn, you went to Israel? No, but I went there with it. You should have went there. Sometimes you just got to do that. Let's see how much just how much time this fucking guy got. Oh, he got four years in prison. Damn, that's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. He's a former Marine. He apologized though and said he used poor judgment, so that's good. He probably snitched some people out, too. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm on sure. that. Fuck yeah. Um, so I guess Furman. Who's, who's Furman? Furman is the uh, judge. No... Prosecuting attorney, maybe. Somebody. District Judge Jesse Furman. He said, I'm not an example, said the DEA agent. I wasn't running around like a cowboy with a badge. I was running around like an Indian. No, he didn't really say that. (laughs) But he said, for real, though, um, the judge called for seven years behind bars. But. They said Gomez's public service and cooperation with the investigation brought him down to four years. So he Damn. might not even make it to four years. Probably won't. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking he probably won't. No. But either way, he's only 42. He was in Chicago. He breached his duty. It's another victim of the drug war. That's what happens. Oh, shit. Damn, that means we're going out. That does. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you do that. Check us out on all the mediums. Not the corona though. Hell no. He ain't flowing like the corona. Fuck no. We're gonna get sued one day. Sue the hand. Hell yeah. LLC. All right, peace out, everybody. <laughs>